What's so funny? I just don't. I don't really know what you want. Well, so <laughs> I know what we're doing here. Well, I wanted to talk about. It's John. It's John. Gluten is not your problem. Conversations with culinary chameleon, modern day renaissance man, and my friend Walter Schmidt. Join us for insights, musings, and rants on food culture, life, the universe, and more. Please enjoy. So you're part of the Black Schmicks? Schmitz? What is it? That's what you glean from everything I just said to you. Your your family made iron like uh like they anvils. Do, well, no, they made horse collars, probably uh, using anvils. Yes, Schmidt is German for smith, is what I was saying. Okay. Like a goldsmith or a blacksmith, you know, it's like it's just a yeah Goldschmidt. That's a name, you know, people might know. There's a politician. Named What's Goldschmidt. a horse collar? Like a, a horse like collar? A dog collar? It's like part of the the yoke. I think I'm not really sure. It like goes onto the oxen or the whatever. You know when they. I don't know. It's a, it's part of the bridle, you know, thing <laughs> that goes onto the animal to make the animal pull the other thing. Got it. And okay. so they sold Schmidt horse collars to the people coming out west. And that was how they made their the, the Schmidt family fortune. <laughs> So okay, so they sold horse collars to, mm-hmm. to to pioneers. Yes. And where are you originally from? Me, Oregon. No, no, no. But like the family before that. Well, like uh, I don't know. I think my grandfather was born here. I think. But the, you said they were selling them to people going west. Where were they selling them? Oh, I don't Ohio? know. Ohio. I, I think. Uh, well, my grandfather lived in St. Louis, so probably somewhere Missouri. Around, Missouri, maybe. Okay. But I think I don't know how far. I mean, that was my grandfather, but this, I'm talking like Friedrich or Conrad Schmidt, like great-great-grandfathers yeah. that were doing the actual selling of the horse collars. Okay. I mean, my grandfather was born in 1898, hmm. so we live long in the Schmidt family. So, Missouri, St. Louis, you know Nellie's from St. Louis. Nellie, the actor, or the singer? Yeah, Andale, Andale, Mama, E-I, E-I, uh-oh. You're my butterfly, sugar, baby. Make Not quite, shake, but that's no? a good oh. that's a good connection. So, um, Danny, I want to talk about this story, and you were there, and I don't know how to get you on with us. If you can, you watch this on Instagram, and then join us on the Instagram live, or no? Are you completely gone? Still no sound. So we are still dealing with the no sound issue, um, and I don't know how to fix it. So. Is this thing on? The light's on. Yeah. Plugged in. Yeah. Still no sound. So let's just end that. What's going on over there? Instagram. Ah. So we're just working through our technical difficulties here. And... Yeah. Dad, So Walter's found TikTok finally. So I wanted to ask you about this story. We talked a little bit about it last night, and I wanted you to share it with our audience. What are um, we talking about right now? 
you just we're, totally change gears on me? We're talking about what we talked about last night. What were we ta- talking about just then? Oh, so Buko? Just now. just now we were talking about horse collars and my German heritage. Yes, in and St. Then, Louis. And then the, the shit hit the fan there, and then you were typing away on stuff, and then you just came back and said... You're starting at this conversation out of the blue. Okay, ones. so... What, what, what? Horse collars. No, no, go back to whatever the hell it was. Oh, I was but... talking about the running out of gas. Oh, the gas there. You want to tell that story? So, just... I remembered it mostly incorrectly. No, you were pretty on. I mean, you you thought you were underneath the viaduct, but you hadn't made it that. You were still out in the intersection. Mm-hmm. But you were there. I mean, it was traffic. You remember the traffic? I remember the traffic, so... I zipped on in with my little scooter. Should we tell the actual story, or...? Yes. So, I remember driving. I don't remember being with Danny, but apparently I was with Danny. According to Danny? No, you said that last night, that you showed up and he was there. I thought he was there, but, I mean, I don't know. (laughs) It was a long time ago. So, it was like 15 years ago, 16 years ago, 17 years ago, um... And I was driving in my 1964 Dodge Dart in downtown Seattle, and I did not have a gas gauge. I had one, but it didn't work. It was always on empty or full. It didn't matter. And <clears throat> I was driving downtown, coming from Capitol Hill, going down, mm-hmm. and on Stewart. I pushed on the gas, and there was nothing there. And then... I didn't have anywhere to pull over because there's nowhere to pull over. There's no parking lot. At least there wasn't. Gridlock. It was just traffic. So there was like this weird There was a Bank of America parking lot right there, but I think it was probably full. It was too far. And you couldn't... The car... I mean, this dual Dodge was metal. I mean, it was like a solid steel car. You're not moving Mm -hmm. that thing anywhere. Mm -hmm. And um, Danny's back. So... um, Danny, can you follow us? Can you watch us on Instagram so I can get you... Can I get you in here? I really want to get you... Danny, can you hear us? <laughs> Give me a sign that you know what's happening right now. For those of you listening at home, uh, we are on the Instagram, uh, Facebook Live. But um, I think if you watch us on Instagram, Danny, that you can, uh, we can we can bring you into the conversation if you want. But he can't hear us. He can, he can, well, can maybe he? he can hear us now. He said Sweet Caroline, which I guess was the name of my car back then. Oh, so, yes. Okay. He just so, typed the word yes. He's paying attention. So, Danny, I don't know if Danny was there in the car with me, but you seem to remember him being there. I, I, so, I remember. Memory is weird that way. Though. Pulling over onto the left-hand side of the road. Yes. So, it must have been that one way must have been a one way, or else I wouldn't have crossed That makes traffic, sense. That makes right? sense. So I run out of gas, Westlake Center, downtown Seattle. I pull over on this little abutment on the left-hand side of the road. And I'm like, I'm fucked. I, there's no... 5th, 6th, 7th, Stewart, and Westlake. It's all it's like that weird triangle of Seattle. Mm-hmm. It's like that where the Bank of America is. There's the Johnny Monroe's has walkway. wedged his car <laughs> yes. in the middle of this intersection at like, what, 4.30, 5.30? It's like mm-hmm. traffic. So it's just gridlock. The parking lot was the streets that John had... Mm-hmm. left this car so yeah and then i get this phone call so i was like you were you lived very very close you lived five blocks from where i was at maybe less mm-hmm. and so i called you and i said i'm out of gas can you bring me a gas can now i don't remember that you you, you didn't had, know that i had one i didn't know that you had a gas can i assumed i knew that you had your your vehicle and that you could go to a gas station buy a can right. and fill it up and bring it to me sure well, so I had this little Peugeot that I bought up on Lopez Island for three hundred dollars, 
A scooter. A scooter. It's like mm-hmm. a little, yeah, it's a little moped scooter thing. <clears throat> and it also didn't have a gas gauge. Um, cause we were just highfalutin sons of guns back then. Right. <laughs> and so I had this like milk crate basket wired onto the back of it for my groceries and stuff. And I kept a, ga- a can of gas in there because I didn't, I never knew when it was just going to die on me. Mm-hmm. And so you call me up, you're like, Hey, I'm out of gas. You tell me what intersection you're at. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. You're like six blocks or four blocks away or whatever. So I'll be there in two minutes. So I run down, I throw my little, I had a tank operator helmet. It was not DOT regulation. <laughs> I ended up getting a... Where did you get that helmet? You just bought Archie, it? Archie McFeeds, yeah. You bought a fucking <laughs> motorcycle helmet at a novelty no, store? Well, no, it was a tank operator's helmet. It was leather, you know, with like the mm-hmm. things that hang down. And then those go- I had those goggles. Yes. Yeah. Looked awesome and ridiculous at the same time. But it would not have protected your skull from an no, impact. which is what the officer pointed out to me when he gave me the ticket. <laughs> this is not DOT regulated. Okay. It's not a motorcycle helmet. Okay. And I threw this little leather cap on, and I zipped down the, down the road. And there you are, just like standing out there. I feel like I saw Danny there, but I don't. I mean, memory's kind of weird that way. Uh-huh. And then I, I pull up. I put the gas in there. And then I zipped away. And I guess some guy approached you and was like, who was that guy? Do you have a card for him? Like, is that like a service? Like, and then you told me about that later. You're like, yeah, you should go into business. It's like a little, like a superhero, like go and rescue people. And you know, should, it was some kind of weird you, thing, idea you had for me. To, well, if you would just have like some superhero. emergency, you could be like your own triple A, a little guy that just comes out, uh-huh. zips around, like within a five mile radius. Sure. I mean, for 200 be... bucks, I'll show up in five minutes flat with a can of gas for you. Bring a little fix a flat. How many wealthy people would be willing to that? I mean, granted, how many... They all have AAA. (laughs) Right. They're already paying for this. Bring around my other car. (laughs) So I got the gas, and I must have been on my way. And I I just didn't remember... Now that I'm retelling the story, it doesn't seem that exceptional. Except you showed up very quickly. That was the thing that was amazing to me. That was the thing that was very... That a guy on a scooter would just show up... Dump some gas in your car. Dump some gas in and then you got to leave. Not because... I don't ever think I got that 10 bucks from you. For the gas. That's I'll, fine. I'll, I'll <laughs> Venmo you. Uh, um, but was it ten bucks? You couldn't have had ten bucks. That would have been like three gallons of gas I know, back right? then. That's insane. No, gas was probably like a buck seventy-five back then. How are the gas prices around here? They're they're pretty fucking they're, they're high. They're up there. It's like four thirty-five or something. Do you think they're gonna go back down? What do you know, man? What do you know anything about gas prices and no, oil and? No, I don't. Where are we getting our gas from? Canada. Saudi Arabia. Saudi I Arabia. I don't know. What's going on with all that Texas gas? They had their deep freeze. I don't know. Their whole grid, everything's all. The fucked. oil's frozen. Is that what you're telling me? I think so. I'm pretty I sure think that's so. how that works. I think at all. the oil's frozen. I'm just glad that Trump's going to be president again in August. That's not even possible. <laughs> He'll be in jail. I mean, I'm just relieved. You know. Ugh. <laughs> don't make me spit. Except, in my eyes. no, I'm pretty sure that's what Mike Lindell, the My Pillow guy, told him. <laughs> So it was on his pillow talk. Yeah, we're chalking up to some pillow talk. Great. Do you know who Mike Lindell is? Is that the pillow guy? Yeah. I, th- I mean, I know I can see his rotund little yes body in my mind. Okay. Unfortunately, Trump's blog failed too. He shut it down. Oh, because <laughs> nobody was listening. No. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Um, I had an interesting experience today over the phone. Tell me. So. I called up, uh, I wanted to try round table pizza. I haven't had round table pizza since I was a little kid. We had one in Eugene. Yeah. And um, I wanted some pizza for mm-hmm. lunch today. 
and I was tired of like, <coughs> excuse me, the regular pizza places. So I was gonna try this round table one because I know they do the cornmeal crust. Mm-hmm. Which I really like that cornmeal on there. I remembered liking it anyway. So I call up and I'm like, girl says, you know, hello, how can I help you? And I'm like, yes, I would. Or- uh, I'd like to order a pie for pickup. And she says, what? I said, a pizza pie for pickup. And she's like, a pizza pie? And I'm like, yeah, um, just a just a regular, you know, pizza pie for pickup. And she's like, we don't make pizza pies here. And I was like, what, is this not round table? She's like, no, it is. We just have regular pizzas, though. And I'm like, okay, I'm sorry. And I, I, I didn't mean to make this awkward or weird, but some places they just call pizza pie like a slice mm-hmm. of pie you know it's yeah and it's that's a normal thing it's a pretty normal thing right like i'm not crazy you're just I'm, old i'm just explaining I, this to this young girl yes. she's like she's like okay what do you want <laughs> I was like, like she I, did not care she's to like, get yeah, your history she, lesson exactly it was so weird and i'm like yeah just a double pepperoni um deep dish with extra cheese and uh she's like she's like okay yeah it'll be like 15 minutes i'm like great thanks and hung up and i was just like could not believe that i had somehow fucked that up like i don't know like if that was me or i don't think it was you i think she works in a pizza parlor like how does she, if i use okay. the term parlor is she, is she gonna be confused about that she works at round table one right now i'm not disparaging your tone Maybe is already I'm, I'm, I'm probably disparaging round table pizza how well first how was it uh, is it worth this is it worth disparaging it's it might be i i made a small video of my yes my extra cheese, you know, like when you you go to like, because I like to cut into the like, I get a nice thick slice. So you're like getting a, a deep dish, right? Situation. Yeah. I'm trying to anyway, but they don't really do that. I mean, right. it was close. It was close-ish, but so there's when you say extra cheese, you should not see the the sauce, like the cheese shouldn't be pulling away from the crust and exposing the sauce. Okay, there should be more cheese than that, right? Right. Especially when you say extra cheese, should be covering things. Pie, and it was not. So, but at least they charged me for the extra cheese. So, thanks that? for that. Round I feel table. like round table is one of these things that you know you go there as a kid, and you know your parents go there. Was it cheap? No, I don't know why. Not as cheap go. as it should been. I mean, I, I won't be going back. Don't worry. So I can't. I don't understand that. Like, how does it? How do they stay in business? I don't know. I mean, uh, what's the population of Sonoma? I don't know. Eleven, twelve thousand. So if each one of us falls for it one time <laughs> i don't think that's how business works <laughs> i don't know yeah no i just feel like round table was this thing that was kind of hot for a minute in 1992 well, i feel like they had uh they had video games and they had like some kind of recreational thing for children to play on so basically yes. yeah they would get it's one of these places that, like not quite as advanced as chuck e cheese but yeah they would give you the, the pitcher of orange soda and <clears throat> shove you into the ballpark and the ball pit ball pit yeah or the ballpark but Chuck E. Cheese is like just kids. Like it's just for fucking little nasty kids. And they were taking slices. Did I tell you this? You did. You did. Say they were it taking again. slices off of people that had finished. That like that they hadn't eaten that slice, and they put them into other pizzas to make other pizzas to go out. So fucked up. So like the cut, the slices wouldn't match. Ugh. But I remember Shakey's. Did you ever go to Shakey's? I've heard of Shakey's. I've so never Shakey's, been to Shakey's was, I think, what, what you're talking about with God. I was going to say Godfather's, but that's a whole other thing, right? Godfather's? Yeah, that was another pizza place. So, but round table is that Shakey's was super fucking awesome video games. Hmm. Um, you could go in there. They'd have the jukebox. You get the picture. Like, it was. I think it was kind of like a bar for little kids. Yeah. You know, because the lighting, everything was kind of well, a little Chuck bit e. darker. Chuck E. Cheese had beer, too. And mm-hmm. I, they, I think I read somewhere they have like something like 100 and... 
80 uh, average, 180 um, arrests um, of adult of parents sure. per year mm-hmm. at the average Chuck E. Cheese location because the dads and the parents get drunk on the beer and then they start fighting. I don't know. Like, what is going on with this <clears throat> echelon of people? I mean... If I had to go to Chuck E. Cheese, I'd probably get drunk and fight somebody, too. I mean, like, if you... <laughs> Sounds if you like told, a hell of a Saturday if, night. If you told me I had to go there, then that's what I would do. But, um, no, it's fucking... Lips and chips. As an, as an adult, it sounds awful. Yeah. Right? But as a kid, I remember that was the first time... Did you ever play... I was never allowed to go. My mother can attest to this. They <laughs> weren't would, allowed they, I was to never go allowed to go to Chuck E. Cheese. I was never taken... It would never happen. It never occurred. I was, I've never been inside of a Chuck E. Cheese to this day. And my mother and I actually fought about this once well, when I was a small child because our this birthdays... This recently? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I was like eight or something. And I wanted my birthday party to be at Chuck E. Cheese. And my parents were like, no, 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 we're not putting anyone through that. And I was like, you know, torn apart by this, whatever. I got a, I had a fabulous birthday. I'm sure I was a spoiled little shit. But and then at my the mother's time. birthday came around and she wanted to go to this restaurant that she wanted to go and I was like and this is just a month or two her birthday is like a month after mine November I'm October and um, I was like no I'm not going and she's she's like what you're not coming to my birthday like dinner <laughs> and I was like no you, you, I couldn't have my birthday the way I wanted it you know so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go to your birthday and hmm. so there was this, this you know, buddy, massive butting of heads, and finally, like, they're like, "All right, fine, you stay here. Like, put me in my room." And I was like, "Fine, I'll just stay here." And they were like, "Okay, good." And it was like this, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like this the standoff. It's like, "Okay, good, fine." Mm-hmm. Then and we're both kind of like doing this thing. And I heard them all get in the car. I heard all the car doors shut. And I was like, I felt like such a jerk. I was like, "God, I'm being such an asshole to my like." Sort of feeling really bad about it. And then. My door to my room swung open, and my mother came in, and she just grabbed me and <laughs> dragged me into the car and threw me in there, <laughs> kicking and screaming, literally, all the way. We went to dinner. Yes. So How was dinner? <laughs> um, I don't really re- remember it. Okay. That, that, that was the trauma of that. Got it. That, the was, trauma is the memory, not yeah, the... Yeah, yeah. Um, but what did you... Did you learn a lesson that day? Or was it just... Stop being a little asshole, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I'm still learning that one. But I remember at... And Shakey's was the first time I ever played the video game Dragon's Lair. Are you familiar with this one? Oh, that's the worst game in the world. It's really hard. It was 3D, right? Well, it was, it was like animated. So it wasn't 3D, but it was like cartoon animation. It wasn't graphics. Right, but then they made the... Uh, it was, that was the... Oh, that, maybe I'm thinking of Castle... No, it was the, it was the same one. Are you thinking of Cubert? No, it was like the first like 3D holographic game. They might have made a holographic game because it was because it. it was really stupid and awkward and impossible to play. Like mm-hmm. the, your little knight would run out next yeah. to a, a like a there's like a little stone thing and mm-hmm. he would like run out there and like look around and you're yep. like wow it's 3D mm-hmm. and then they would say like something's happening like hit the buttons you hit the buttons and then like a dragon would just kill you and you're like I don't you can't actually control anything yes it was just yeah yes it was impossible right. to be good at this game yes. And I remember thinking it was so cool at first and then mm. being very disappointed. But that was my experience at the Shakey's. video games and um, at Shakey's, at the Pizza Hut. Or not the, not the Pizza Hut, the uh, Pizza Parlor. Yeah, Pizza, Pizza Parlor. And you were yeah. thinking Round Table was very similar. But you just went and got your Round Table to go. Yeah, yeah. There was no, you wouldn't, you're not dining in by yourself at a round table pizza? No, with children screaming all around me? No, thank you. I choose death. Getting the chef's salad <laughs> in the clamshell. And, uh, they still uh, do that? 
I I assume I bet you there's a chef salad on uh, on the shaky or the uh, round table menu. Yeah. You don't like it, chef salad with the sliced ham? I don't and like the a, olive? I don't like a lot of complications in my salad. What do you like about a salad? Just simple greens? Well, yeah. I mean, unless it's gonna be my meal. Okay. That it, then it's just the salad, and then I kind of want it to be small because I don't want it to interfere with, you know, the quality and the enjoyment of my entree. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want it to compete too much. Right. Um, so I don't want it to be too filling. So I'd like it just to be mostly just, you know, really good fresh greens and, mm-hmm. you know, maybe some, some clever little vegetables in there and a nice light dressing. You don't need sliced ham and hard boiled egg and slices no. of, No, you know, again, unless it's just what I'm having. If I'm just having that for lunch or something, you know, I'll have like Garbanzo a, beans a Niswa salad or something. And, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like those salads at, uh, um, Turtles. Did you ever go there in Eugene? I've been to Turtles. Well, they were like they won awards for their stuff. They had like the best. The food's salad good, but I heard the uh, service is kind of slow. I was in the back of the house. So I don't know. Get it, turtles? Slow. Uh, thank God for that. Thank you. Okay, yeah. so that was terrible. You—that's right. You worked at Turtles. I, we talked about this. We talked we? about some of your experiences at Turtles. Yeah. But um, you said they had good salads. Yeah, I mean, it was like one of these, it was like this huge bowl, and we put garbanzo beans and, you know, like all the beans around it and shredded carrots, and it was a, it was a massive thing. Mm-hmm. And it always had to get a to-go box with it, you know, because nobody's finishing this thing. Yeah. But yeah, it won awards or something. It was like, we were voted, like, best Se- salad in Seattle, or in Eugene. I, so, one of the things that I say at work that I've picked up from somebody else is you talked about not wanting to fill up on your salad because you want to enjoy your meal. Mm-hmm. Now, we make really amazing soups. And who doesn't love an amazing soup? But you've come here for dinner. Mm-hmm. And I tell people, they're like, well, we want to get this or this and this and this. And there's all these amazing things to choose from. And they're like, I think I kind of want the soup. And I'm always, I always say, don't get the soup. You're just going to fill up on soup. Because it's just like usually, I mean, I think it's spacho now, but like it's warm and filling. And then mm-hmm. you're like... Then you're going to eat a whole plate of chicken or right? steak. Like, don't get the soup. Yeah. I discourage people from getting the soup. That's good. You know, because I feel like they should get the bread or... Well, like some people, my sister, I believe, goes to or likes, or used to like, I don't know now, um, Olive Garden because they just had soup and salad. Like, they mm-hmm. would just go there for the soup and salad situation. I go there because when I'm there, I'm like family. <sighs> they do have amazing breadsticks. And that are, so, it's really good in the Alfredo sauce. So your sister likes the... the or she did. She used she to did. talk about it. She, okay. she would mention right. like, enjoying going there for like lunch. She'd go and get the soup and salad thing mm-hmm. that they had. Which I imagine that would fill you up. Right. Soup and a salad. Yeah. I, uh... But I just... I don't... I don't know. I mean, all these courses, they're meant to be... Like, you have your soup... Cor- like, you have all your silverware, right? So you're coursed out with your soup spoon and your salad fork and, like, all this silverware. So you're going to have, like, a seven-course meal, right? Have you ever had one of these? There was a German place in, in Las Vegas that did this. Yeah, seven-course. It was course. insane. Yeah. Well, it's like there's small portions, first mm-hmm. of all, and it's spread out over, like, two hours. So it's not like you're eating seven giant fucking plates of food and trying to survive. You know, you're having like, a bite here. Yeah, it's like you know your fish comes out. It's like this tiny little thing. It's like a prawn, you know, one spot prawn with like sitting on like a bed of something. And then you know your salad comes out. It's just like this tiny little tuff. It's like a little composed little kind of brick of salad they've pushed mm-hmm. together or something. And 
yeah, it's like five or six bites. And then, in the, you know, by the time they bring it all out, everyone looks at it, smells it, you know, and they, they pour the wine that's going with that course. And you kind of sit around and chat. You talk about the dish, you know, and like, mm, this is really nice and whatever. And continue with your conversations. And then like, you know, 20 minutes later, the next course comes out. And yeah, so you're stretching this whole thing out. You're not just sitting down and eating a whole bowl of soup and then presenting me with a lamb shank. Oh my God. Um, what kind of pizza did you get? What did you order from Roundtable? Double pepperoni with extra cheese. So pretty basic. Yeah. Nothing to really screw up. It just wasn't great. Yeah. No. It's either that or I like a little pesto chicken or I'll do a barbecued chicken. But the problem with the barbecued <coughs> chicken pizza is, I mean, the best one in the whole world, of course, is Pegasus and Eugene on mm-hmm. Alder Street. And it's just barbecue chicken. And they kind of like chop it up. So it's like... So it's red sauce, mozzarella. And no, it's no. barbecue sauce. Okay. And then chicken and mozzarella. And it's like on the on the bread. And it's like, oh man, it's amazing. And everywhere else that I've been, everywhere in this town, there's like onions and peppers and bacon for some fucking reason. And then this other place, they were doing like... They had peppers and uh, tomatoes. Sliced tomatoes. What is wrong with onions? What do you hate about onions? They're so good. I would love onions on a chicken barbecue pizza. I would love peppers. Peppers and onions go together like lamb and mint or lamb and, you know, like... I don't mind onions. They they, they add a, a lovely flavor uh, to, to everything. That's what you smell when you drive by an In-N-Out burger. You don't smell the beef. Sure. That is onions you smell a block You're away. You're assuming that everyone enjoys that smell, first of all. But <laughs> secondly... Fair enough. <laughs> secondly, I like a little onion in my dishes, but not to everywhere you go. It's like... Like, Danny would put, like, she would just cover his hot dog and he's fucking, you can't taste anything else. Mm-hmm. And they're always, like, if they're caramelized or whatever, like, they they don't cut them all the way through. And you it's like you can't, you bite into these things and it slides off. And it's like, they, they make it logistically impossible to eat. So if you cut it up small and use it in <coughs> appropriate amounts, quantities, ratios, then it can be delightful. But it's just find it overly done everywhere. You put it in a salad, that's all you're going to taste in that salad. I mean, like... I don't want an onion salad. Fair enough. You're right about the raw onions in the salad. It's just so much. Yes. I think on a hot dog, again, you're mostly right. If they're ringless on a pizza, you're going to bite into that thing, and it's going to slide off. You know, you're going to get that weird... Yes, if it's diced diced up. up. Yes, diced up, and just a very... And even saute. A very conservative amount. Or even, yes, saute them, caramelize them. And just put, like, a small amount around the pie and evenly mm-hmm. distribute it. It would be great, which no one will ever do. No one will ever do. I can't seem to get anyone to even distribute the pepperonis on the pizza <coughs> in a fashion that makes it seem like a human did it. That's ever eaten a pizza. <laughs> they just, they throw them on the one yeah, side? Yeah, it's like or... all of them over here. Or all It's like, it's just like a clusterfuck. It's like, why, there's like patches. I have a double pepperoni pizza. Like, there shouldn't be any visible cheese. So that's, that's what you would like to see there. Well, I mean... A good, it, a good it? amount of well-distributed pepperoni. Right. Now, what about, like, they put the little onions sometimes in the 7-Eleven hot dogs. They put them in the little packet, like mustard packets, and you kind of just squeeze it out. Like a chili kind of thing? No, it's I just mean, like, like a, a relish? Like yeah, a relish? like relish, but it's onions. Hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah. So I agree with you, especially if they're sliding off. But also, a lot of these things, I mean, burgers are just fucking messy. Hot dogs, maybe they shouldn't be Burgers don't have to be that messy. I agree. They make them big and juicy. It's, it's and like they try and make them... It's like, oh, that's how you know it's a good burger if it just looks like it's going to fucking explode all over the place. I want it in my mouth. That's where I'm going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you've... You know, your testament to man's arrogance is this, 
mountain of food that no human could actually ingest properly. No. But no. why? I mean, you, people keep forgetting, and I don't know why, that we're trying to feed people. Food is supposed to be consumed. It has to be, there's nutrients, and it needs to logistically go into your mouth hole. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can chew, chew it. it. You have to be able to chew it. Yes, swallow, swallow it, it. Extract the nutrients with your guts, and then shit it out. Later, building it. All of these things would guy would be great. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. it's like they're just some of these, these places are fighting that natural order of things. Like, yeah, we're gonna deconstruct this, or well, hopefully Biden gets to take away the burgers, and we can. Is that a thing? <laughs> Barbecue and on shit that you can Barbecue it on? Barbecue it on. Barbecue it on. Um Yeah, no, I hear you. I just I feel like maybe the onions you have gotten in the past have not and it's not worth the risk of They're not, not gonna do it right. So let's just take it off the table. And say, you know what, I'm not gonna play your stupid onion game. I don't wanna I'm I'm not interested in paying you thirty dollars to watch you fuck this up. I'm t- I'm tired of playing the game. I rolled the dice. I've been burned too many times. Yeah. I'm not going to tolerate the world's onion. Yeah. Or pickled onions nice, I find. Yeah. Like on a hot dog or something or just in general, a I, nice I, pickled I, onion. Pickled onions are gross. They're great. <laughs> They're great in like a Gibson, but I don't actually eat the onion. The flavor that they impart. That is disgusting. On the gin? No. That's the Gibson onions, the cocktail onions are fucking disgusting. Why? I don't know what that syrup. It's like you know, it's but it's syrup. not just pickled. It's like formaldehyde. There's something odd off in there. It's not. It's not pickle brine. It's not. I, it's its I, own I, onion brine. <clears throat> it's nasty. Well, and and I, I don't like olives. I don't like the brine in there, but I like. I mean, the, well, maybe some, but you take you three, the, just the onion, and you put them in there, and you pour the chilled uh, Hendrix over the top of that. Mm-hmm. Something about it. I don't. I disagree. But okay. There you go. Why do you hate onions so much, John? Oh, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, I just—it's not—it's a different <clears throat> brine. It's there's a different brine. It's not a pickle brine. It's not salt water and herbs. They're doing something else know? in there. Maybe it's just the onion that's changing it. I don't know all of the biochemistry of it. I'm just saying is that onions sliced up, sautéed with other things and garlic and all can that be stuff very is good. delicious. It can be. And you're right. It shouldn't just be raw onions on anything. No, well, yep. if it is Oop. very, very thinly sliced, I can, I'd rather enjoy it on a sandwich or something. But it has mm. to be like... But again, mandolin. every time it's like on my sandwich already... I mean, I can take the onion off and still taste it, and it's great. So it doesn't bother me. Like, I'd like the onion flavor, but honestly, it's like a huge... It's always like a quarter mm-hmm. of the fucking onion. Like, it's like right. a big wedge of it just shoved onto a sandwich. Yeah. And you're like, really? Am I supposed to put that in my mouth and chew on it? <laughs> what about onion rings? Love an onion ring. Right? Oh, man. Um, those are delicious. Although, what happens with an onion ring? I feel like they should be a different shape. I feel like what shape would you have a ring be? Well, here's, here's the thing. The thing with the onion ring is you bite into it, mm-hmm. and ultimately you, you expose the donut of deep fried, and then the, the, the slimy fried onion slides all the way out. They're not doing it right. you got to go to Rocker Oyster Fellers and try the damn onion rings because you got to slice it thin enough mm-hmm. so that you do bite through it. It yes. has to be tender. Right. I don't know what they're doing there to the onions, but you can bite through this one. So we, every time you bite, also the breading that they use, 
I'm not 100% sure on my chef's recipes, but it feels like he's using the same or similar uh, dough as the beignets. So they're mm-hmm. basically battered in beignet batter, like a savory beignet batter. So they're really fluffy mm-hmm. and crispy. And you bite in through this thing. You bite all the way through that onion every time. I've never had the okay. onion slide out. I'm but just you saying, know what I'm talking about. I know exactly okay. what you're talking about. Beer battered ones at bars are the worst. Like you, yeah, because um, they yeah, there's like a big thick cord of onion in there. I'm just saying, take the ring of onions because they come in rings, obviously. Cut that in half and make them into like little crescent half, half sticks moves. or something, and then just batter those. And so like little onion sticks sure, you or onion, have, yeah, little onion sticks. I don't like the blooming onion. Well, we know you what you pick think, it off. You think that's bullshit. Can we go find an Outback Steakhouse and go get a Bloomin' Onion? We can. So I have no problem with the Bloomin' Onion. My issue with the Bloomin' Onion thing was that my mother purchased one of these oh. devices to produce a Bloomin' Onion when really all you need is a knife. Like you could just cut the right. onion and then make the Bloomin' Onion, which are great. It's a you know it's a delicious way to enjoy an onion. It's Your super rich. Your concern is with the the one work. It's called the, a one work tool. One work tool. Yes. Well, give me an example of a one work tool. The blooming fucking onion. Okay, a different one. Another one. Like uh, a, how about like that weird coffee pot looking fucking thing there? Yeah, I don't cold know. press, cold Pepper brew. Grinders. You got a couple things hanging up over here. What do they do? Potato masher. That's one that only does one stupid thing. Uh huh. You can mash potatoes with other things. What do you like mean? a whisk? Like if you have a nice big robust whisk, you can make a lot of things with a whisk. If you cook your potatoes properly, you could just Mash them up with your whisk. With your whisk. Or a fork. Or a fork, yeah. What about your hand? You get in there, like, with Put the a oak. glove on, yeah. <laughs> make make sure they're nice and cool. That's true. Don't you don't want to burn, burn yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, anything like that. Like, what is that? Is that for ice balls, that weird yellow thing? I assume so. Most of this stuff is not mine. I don't, I don't really live here. I mean, I've been here for six years, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, that stuff... Well, that's, that's my food processor. That's not a one... Like, my juicer... Stuff. Yeah, my juicer would be a one work tool because it just juices. But I could I could it puree makes an extraordinarily unique product. Does it? It does. Again, I can puree the things and then, and then put them cloth. through and then put them through a, a food mill or something, right? Now you need to get a food mill. So now you need two things to do the. Well, no, the food mill. Every home should have food mill because you use it for your mashed potatoes. You use it for soups. What's a food mill? Is that the ricer? Yeah, the ricer. It's like a big okay. funnel thing, but it's like it pushes it through there, so you don't have to wait for it. Just like forces it through there okay purees and yeah i don't i don't mind having a juicer i like having a juicer i don't i don't i don't use it often but when you want to juice some fucking spinach and celery then you have to clean the juicer every time yeah yes i do my dishes after every no meal, i understand Walter. that but there's like a million components and i'm not saying thing. well the blender is super easy because all you do is you just fill it with soapy water and then continue right. blending and then dump it out and Rinse yes. it, and you're you're done cleaning the blender. The juicer has like 87 component parts, yes, you and you have to them take up. them apart and get in there with like a little brush. Yes. Otherwise, bugs start to like yes. live and congregate in your home. So, buttons on your socks. You're right, and I imagine somebody who's using a juicer on a regular basis is probably going to be maybe a little more motivated to clean right after. I've also found I don't fucking leave it. I when I was juicing regularly, mm-hmm. like I was doing it every single morning mm-hmm. and sometimes in the afternoon i did did i ever tell you i did a juice fast is this when you were doing the yeah you were drinking a lot of ginger and i was drinking all the ginger and lemon and uh, i just green juice fast and like mm-hmm. well almond milk at night but um you get some really weird 
gastrointestinal stuff going on. Like you, you did. You warned me about that when I got my juicer. You're like, because I told you I was like juicing a whole bunch of stuff. I produced like a gallon of juice. Of blueberries. Yes. yes. And you're like, enjoy that. <laughs> I'm just and, like. And it didn't hurt me. It didn't do. Okay. Well, I, I didn't get hurt. Well, here's the thing. Is like when you're just getting nutrients and you're not getting any, like you're getting vitamins from this stuff, but you're not getting any carbs you're getting a little well you're getting a little bit of sugar but you're getting very very little you're not getting any fiber and your body starts to fucking like let other stuff go and first day it's like okay i'm kind of hungry but you drink your juice drink as much as you want i woke up the next day and i just felt awful mm-hmm. our listeners could listen or and read read the book hatchet if you're curious about what happens when this kid starts living off of berries that he finds in the woods. Well, by the third day, I felt okay. Mm-hmm. Like, I felt pretty good. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, I only did it for three days. But there is this sort of, like, weird... Your body starts releasing all the fucking toxins that it's built up from... You're giving you're basically giving your digestion a break, right? It's, it's a huge part of your body. Mm-hmm. It's huge, right? Literally, literally, it's huge. It's like everything. It's like miles long. <laughs> when you stretch it out, right? Mm-hmm. So when you give it a break, mm-hmm. then all these other things can start all happening. All the bubblegum that you swallowed in, in mm-hmm. eighth grade, and yes. every piece of red meat that they yes. told you is going to live in there for eternity. Do you think that's true? No, none of that's true. Literally, none of that's true. How do you know? Because our bodies would be full of bubblegum. So have you? Would you ever get? So I swallowed a lot of gum. So one of the things that, um, you know, coming up here, they always say at 50, you're supposed to get a um, colonoscopy. colonoscopy. I think I'm going to go early. Yeah, I mean, overachiever right here. <laughs> employee of the month here, ladies and gentlemen. I, I'm just thinking I'm going to be 45 next year. <laughs> Your doctor be like, God, again, just get out of here. Please don't make me do this again. But <laughs> How many times are you going to do it? When you start reading the statistics about and I'm, I'm not judging anyone's diet. Let's let's take that off the table, all right? Okay. But when you start reading the statistics about how many people die or deal with colon cancer, it's a lot. Yeah. And if detected early... Patrick Swayze died from this. Yeah. Didn't uh, Farrah Fawcett too? She's or some supermodel. Some Possibly. What was that woman's name? She was like one of those... Anna Nicole Smith, that was an overdose. No. Um... She was one of the uh, Charlie's Angels, I think. Any of our listeners? No. They're all, they've all gone to bed. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. Anyway. So I think I'm going to go and get one this year. Right. Take lots of videos and we'll keep you posted out there. John's <laughs> do you think they colonoscopy. Would give me, do you think they would give me the, the video of my colonoscopy? I think they would. I, I don't think that you should. Get I'll put it. that on the Patreon page for Patreons only. We'll put that behind a paywall. Great. Yes, put that behind a paywall, please. <laughs> so what about, a, what about a high colonic for, like, cleansing? Is that where they shove stuff up your, like, keister? Yeah, water, whatever. Like a, yeah. How do you feel about that? It sounds very uncomfortable. <clears throat> do you think it might be refreshing afterwards? Like a... I don't feel like these are issues that I have. Like, I don't, you know... I'm fairly regular, you okay. know, and I, I mean, I enjoy my fibrous snacks, you know, Triscuits are one of my favorites, and, you know, I like my Cracklin' Oat brand, and... Are you eating any... Veg- prunes like and things, and, and vegetables all the time, yeah. 
prunes and crackling oat bread? I, I don't eat prunes. That's that's a complete but, fabrication. But I, plums, I do like okay. plums quite a bit All right. when they're in season. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I love crackling oat bread. I do too. I Is have, that the uh, one with the little round O's? Yeah, they're like little dark round O's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like they're kind of sweet. Yeah. I just want to get my little round dark O checked out. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I think you should. Tune in next week. <clears throat> yes, tune in next week. And um, no, I don't know if it'll happen. I still have to make an appointment. What are you going to do if he says no? <laughs> if my doctor says no, <laughs> you don't like, need one? You know what? No. I, I can don't... refer you to this this guy well, I really don't I, like. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if you can request that, but I just feel like I just like to know that everything's okay. There's some reason I got a, I got blood work done and I got... Gastroenterologists make a lot of money. <clears throat> well, if the insurance is paying for it, if I don't have to pay for it... Yeah, yeah. No, then, I'll, then I'll go. But I mean, the sa- same reason I got like all the other tests I got, not because I thought I had anything or there were any symptoms. I just want to be sure. Sure. And if, if, if I can get the yeah, doctor to do tell it. me... Do it. Definitely do it. <clears throat> ...that my colon is good, then I'll feel better. I mean, it's better to him than somebody else, right? <laughs> <clears throat> Make right. sure it's an actual doctor. <clears throat> so, um, will you, will you, would you, would you go and get a high colonic like an enema? No, you wouldn't let if me. My, if my it? doctor told me to, I mean, I would. I would suffer okay. through it, but it's not something that sounds fun. You wouldn't go with me? Why would I go with you? <laughs> For it's, health. It's, it's not like a pedicure. Like you're gonna go hold hands. <laughs> Well, couples, no. couples, uh, high colonics. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. I'm not saying we would go together, like in the same room or the it's same. Not something person. I could do sober, and yeah, I think you need to be sober so that you could. Kind of goes against the it. grain of the whole thing, doesn't it? Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Well, live fast, die young, live a good-looking corpse. Isn't that what they? Isn't that what they say? Who said that? You You've already passed the point. James of that. Dean. Yes, James Dean. He died in a fucking car wreck. Yeah. So that's not a that's not an I yes. not an aspiration one should have. I, well, no, I, I agree, <clears throat> and I think I'm older than he ever made it to be. Didn't I? Didn't, mm-hmm. Wasn't he like twenty something? Yes. Damn. How old are you? Let's not. Okay. Well, tune in next week, Walter. Oh yeah, I gotta go. You do. Where are you going? Are you gonna go talk to the people at Godfather's or what? Goldfarb's or um, Roundtable? No. What about? Do you want to see my video though? What's the round? Why is it round table? Like, what was the? That's just a pizza place that I haven't been to in like a really long time. No, 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 no. But is there something about like a round table, like the Knights of the Round Table? What's the fucking theme there? Yeah, I think so. A round table. I don't know. Do round... they have like the King Arthur pie? Or... I mean, maybe it's because the pizza's round and it just kind of fits Sir Lancelot. They had like little shields as part of their logo. Yeah. And but I mean yeah it's like a round table and then mm. you put a pizza on the round table and everyone would get a slice. I don't know, man. Got it. Got it. I don't know. Sword in the stone, that kind of. Yeah, it's a it's a round yes. food that they cut into triangles and serve it in a square box. Yeah, what's that about? I don't know, man. Just covering their bases, I guess. <laughs> it's John. All right. Well, we'll uh, we'll check in next week. All right. It's John. Thank you for listening to Gluten is Not Your Problem. Send your ideas, comments, and questions to gluten is not your problem at gmail.com we'll see you next time oh, John and-